Welcome, Royal Family. You tuned into Healing Queens, the podcast, where the focus is motivation, support, and guidance for the growth of our queens. I'm Emma E2K, your certified healing life coach. Welcome, welcome. Yes, guess where we at? Episode 53. Ooh, wee! You already know. 53 is a good one. They're all good, but this one is even better. 53 is good because 53 is about friendship. Yeah, we're going in. And if you're not ready, then tune away. But if you're ready, have a seat and get ready because I got a powerhouse queen joining me. And we're going to talk about some things. You know, I keep it a thousand. So if you're ready for it, you're ready. If you're not, sorry. This episode will be sponsored by Healing Queens, Inc., E2K Worldwide Services, and Sober Life. You don't want to miss it. Don't tune away. Make sure that you share this podcast because we're going to talk about some friendships. A lot of people don't know what friends are, but I'm going to introduce you to this queen sis. Um, I love her to death. Um, She's the head queen of Sober Life. Um, Y'all better recognize, y'all better stand up on your feet for Latoya Chauncey. Yeah! Hey sis, welcome. Hey, How, How you are doing? you? First, let me thank you for accepting the invite. I know with your busy schedule, being mom and wife, and you know, and everything else you do in between, everything else we do in between as moms and all that. So thank you uh, for uh, agreeing to definitely come into this podcast. So the main reason why I invited you, I mean, is because. On top of that, I love you, um, and we do life together. Um, you know, I heard a podcast that you was on, uh, The Daily Bread. Shout out to The Daily Bread podcast. Um, it's an amazing podcast. Um, I don't know the name of the young lady, but she's a friend of yours, so she's a friend of mine. What's her name? Natalie Davey, Dr. Natalie Davey. Yes. Um, she is uh, the host of The Daily Bread, and it's um, a podcast at New Life Tabernacle, which is where I attend service. Yes, and please support it and wherever you listen to all your podcasts. Um, so I heard one of the, the podcasts and they were speaking about friendship. And I was like, ooh, yeah, that's something I really haven't got into. And um, uh-huh. so we're going to get into a little bit more here. Um, that podcast is a five-minute podcast, but we're going to give you just a little more um, than five minutes, even though mine's don't last more than 20, but it's a little more than five. <laughs> so, sure, sure. so we're going to talk about friendship, friendship as far as, um, sisterhood friendship and friendship, even in relationship and in marriage. Well, you can speak on marriage because you're married. Um, and I will speak on, on the singleness of the friendship. Um, right. so let's start with, uh, friendship, sisterhood friendship and, what does that look like to you when when somebody either um, is has a friendship with you or you have a friendship with another sister? What does that look like to you? Or what do you expect or what does it entail in having healthy friendship? Because that's, you know, we really want to talk about more healthy, the healthy friendship. Talk to absolutely, me about that. Absolutely. Yes. Now, we already actually talked about my best friend. Um, her name is Natalie Davey, but see, her and I met at church camp, and we've been best friends for about 25 years, and there's actually two more, so we all together call ourselves the sister soldiers, but we've been truly, truly best friends for over 25 years, Mm -hmm. 
And to this day, when I see other friendships for other women, and I see them broken so many times, probably more often than not, it actually hurts me. It hurts my feelings. I wish everybody could have the healthy friendships that God has blessed me with. And mm -hmm. I know that it's a blessing because I have had bad friendships as well too. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about a healthy friendship, let's talk about some of the elements that we kind of already know, mm -hmm. the, 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 the obvious ones, somebody who makes you laugh, somebody who you get along well with. But let's talk about the ones that are not so obvious that make a friendship or could break a friendship. Mm. Um, we know in the Bible that it's not good to gossip, but unfortunately what happens in friendships when people are made to believe that it's okay to gossip about your friend because that's your friend. So you feel like that's your business and you can talk about your friend. When you tell somebody else, somebody else's business, mm -hmm. they start to play telephone. Mm. Mm. So by the time it gets either back to the person that you were just simply sharing right. business with or whatever it was, right. it's not even what it was, what, what it even was, right. you know, but at that time, now you've completely severed a friendship because you were just talking a little too much. Right. And it's hard to find somebody who can just be able to sit and chat with you and keep it together. Right. And, and it's a word for that. And it'd be there. Go ahead, Emma. Go ahead. I said that it just to keep it there. Like if we have a conversation between us, whatever yes. said should be protected and safe there. Gossip yes. becomes yes. where now I go wherever I go and share that. Exactly. So, right. So us. Exactly. Right. So us. If if you and I are talking about something and we keep it there, that's not gossiping. That's you know sharpening even because right. But if mm -hmm. I go and be like, okay, well now. Then once, yeah, once it's second party, third party, fourth party, now it's, it becomes, and you're right. It starts with one thing about, I didn't like her hair blue to, you know, I hate her hair and this, well, 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 I didn't say hate, I just, I didn't like it. It's, you it's know. not real. Oh my goodness. And oh. It got flown you know, in from India. I didn't even say all that. I did not say that. <laughs> this is what I am saying. Yeah. And these are underlining things. Yeah. So how do you go from, I hang out with her all the time. She is my girl. We go to church together. We work together. You know, whatever the case is, how do we get here? That's one doggy door that I like to call into how you can just sever relationships, how you can sever your friendships just by the words that you say mm. about someone else, mm. be it innocent or not. Right. Okay? right. And another one of the things that I want to say is probably the power also, of the tongue, right? It's in there. It is in there. Whether we believe it or not, there's mm. the there is life and the power of your tongue. Mm. You can use it for good. You can use it for bad. Mm. And when the Bible talks about friends, greater love hath no man than this, that he should lay down his life for a friend. God takes it very seriously when you call yourself to be someone's friend. Someone's friend. We should show ourselves friendly. Right. This is something that we are supposed to be doing as believers, as right. the body of Christ. Now, your family... You know, the people that you worship with, they're your sisters and your, they're your brothers in Christ. And they say blood is thicker than water. And that's true. But my best friends, sometimes they're the people I call before I even pick up the phone to talk to my friends because yeah. they have been there. Right. They are like the rocks and the pillars in my life. Right. Right. You know, and the second part of what I was saying is 
to have the expectations. When we put expectations on a friendship, it will help us keep it into perspective. Because now I, I could be a great friend, but I mean, I could be willing to give you my all. I could be willing to shun my husband, my daughter, everything for a friend. And if I expect somebody else to do that for me, that's almost setting myself up for failure. Because wow, as yeah. soon as that person is not there for me, all of a sudden they're not my friend. And that happens so a lot. So what are your expect? It does. And this is why. So it's not always about, oh, well, she took my man. Or, oh, they're just being nasty and mean to you. These are things that are really unseen that we have a lot of control over. We have right. a lot of power over that. Right. So if we, if we can get our ability to really refrain from saying the things that we have to think about what we say, that power and that tongue mm -hmm. and our expectation, mm -hmm. if we can hone that in and keep it to a place to where everything that we say is going to be respectable to the people of God, mm. it's going to be respectable to our brothers and sisters, then we can now learn how to really start to build real friendships right. and keep them, not just to build them because you can be nice. Everybody right. can love you. You can have a great personality. Right. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have a lot of friends. Mm. Mm. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Because mm -hmm. it takes work, right? And and people people are drawn to you, you know, um, through your character, right? Your character right. means a lot. When when people know your character, the caliber of friendship that you offer or that you give. Um, that's respected and people see that from a mile away. You know, when, when you have people that you could say, listen, my, or, you know, my oldest friendship is 40 something years old or 30 something years old, or, you know, I know them since we were, you know, in, in elementary school together and stuff like that. And that same person, you can speak to them and they have good things to say about you. That means, you know, that shows for a lot as far as, you know, your character is concerned. Um, and then if you have more than one or two or three or four of those same caliber people saying the same thing, that speaks to the individual that you are. Right, 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 right. You know? And I, I know that I'm blessed. That, that, and I thank God for that. Because like I said, I don't see that a lot. I really don't. And so it hurts me. It burdens me. It pains me because I wish everybody could have those few friends. And once you have a good four or five people that you know beyond a doubt that they are your friends, the God kind of friends. Right. I think you're pretty good to go. Right. You right. know, because I mean, everybody wants to be friendly and they want to be nice and they want to have all these associates. But we all know those stories in the Bible where Everything is good when it's on and popping. When you have all the money. Talk about it. Everybody wants to be your friend. Talk but about in it. that time when you really need somebody, there's nobody there because they were only there for the good times. Mm. <laughs> there's songs about that. There's everything about that. But that's the reality of where we are when it's when it's concerning friendships. That's right. that's the majority. That's pretty much what we see when it comes to right. friendships. Or and I don't see a lot of healthy friendships these days. Or they're friends to 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 gain. So can you be my friend even though you're not going to gain anything? Will you be willing to be someone's friend just yes. just to yes. love on them whether they do you a favor or not? What's it to you? There's a scripture <laughs> that is coming to mind. It's in John uh, chapter 15. I believe it's verse 13 where it says, 
be nice to everybody. Do do good to everybody, right? If you're just nice to your friends, what is that really benefiting from? Mm. You know, so it's it's not just well, I'm nice to my friends. I just have my little my little pod, and that's it. You know, that's not it. You have to show the love of Christ, right? So sometimes we have to be vulnerable with people. And I'm thinking that that might be one of the issues that we have as people. Nobody wants to be vulnerable. Nobody Nobody wants wants to put themselves out there. Because as soon as somebody says something we don't like, we're like, "Mm, I don't want to talk to you anyway. Right. Right. Excuse me. I don't want to talk to you anyway. But I feel like if we truly have the love of God, that's somebody that, you never know. Later on down the road, that's somebody God has placed in your stance, and they could have your back, and it would be a complete beautiful surprise. Yeah. None. All of my friends don't act the same. I have some friends that are a little sedity. They have their little attitude problems. I have some of the most humblest friends in the world. I can't just say, I like you because you act like this, mm. or I like you because you have this. Mm. Be nice to everybody, because I'm telling you, mm-hmm. there are people who are in my life that I never would have thought that I would have loved. Mm. But because I allowed the Lord to make me humble, to make me vulnerable, and I enjoy getting to know somebody for who they are. Yeah. That's good. That's it's good. Awesome. That's good that you bring that up because I was having a conversation with another one of my queens and she was like, you know, I know that you have trust issues and I and, and I suffer from trust issues. Can you like, you know, tell me like how do you do it? Like and I'm and I told you know honestly, I work backwards. Like some people say, oh, you got to earn the trust, you know, and you got to work it. Oh, and yeah. this and that. I've heard that. I mm-hmm. am. I give you a hundred percent trust. I mm-hmm. I give you a hundred percent, and then I I remove as <laughs> so I give you a hundred, but then I'd be like, right. okay, that's ninety nine. <laughs> that's ninety eight. <laughs> You're down to 90%. I just want to let you know. Yep. You know? I'm going to keep going. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I get it. And to me, I don't know, for, for whatever reason, that gives me a little more security that I can that I can take away. I have the power to take away if I need to. Right. Not that I have to keep giving you, giving you, giving you. You know? I don't know if that's weird or whatever, but that's my own logic. I think. But in- that's good, though. That's good. It, it helps. It could help somebody because I feel like I'm kind of like that too, though. Because that's the thing. Like I said, I, I, I don't mind being vulnerable. And if I don't know you, if I just, I'm putting myself out there, I would say that that's exactly what what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's good, Emma. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that's helped me. And like I said, mm-hmm. you know, for her, she was like, I don't know if I could do that. They got to earn it. And I get that mentality. Um, You know, right. at one point in time, I did have that mentality until. Uh, I I accepted Christ in my life and then just my whole train of thought just started being different. And to me, it's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm coming in here. Here's, uh, you know, here's right. the whole trust. Here's everything. And, That's it. and That's it. if you don't know how to take care of that, it would be your fault. Cause I'm giving you all right. That's the way Jesus comes in. He gives it all. He don't be like, okay, you got to earn it. And maybe I'll you think have to about earn it. it. I'm an onion. You have to peel the layers away. No, he's you. like, Here's, here's all of me. I mean, I, of course, of course, unlike Jesus, I will deduct. You know, he doesn't do that, but I will. 
I'm still a work in progress. Yes, anyway. Look at us being human. Don't Always judge me. Human. Don't judge me. I'm still a work in progress. Anyway. Right. Right. We all are. We all are. Right. We all are. So mm -hmm. so yeah, so in that give grace, man. When when you guys have friendships and give grace to people. You never know what they're battling with, what they're going through. Um, you just never know when that person is gonna really need from you. And, and right. you know, right. and you getting upset because they didn't call you back fast enough or text you back fast enough, you know, you can miss the opportunity to be there for them when they really need you. So, let you know, let's let's stop the pettiness, the cattiness, because I don't know why we still talking about you know, you know, uh, women being that way. I have no idea. I'm still trying to discover that or figure that out. But um, is a it's almost like a natural competitive um, it is spirit that it is. that all it of is. a sudden just you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, mm -hmm. what? But what are actually what are we battling for? Well, let me let me say <laughs> this. I know I know a lot of times women can be very um, uh, mama bearish. I say so... caddy, but you want to say mama bear? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. As a new stage in my own life, I'm like mama bear. Because it's almost like you can do whatever you want to to me. Don't mess with my child. And so we become possessive in that way. Mm. And so I've seen a lot of women who they've made peace, say they like you and me. But now with my friend, who they may not know, comes over, they all of a sudden go into this possessive, kind of aggressive, like, oh, you don't know her more than me, or you mm. don't really know. And this wall goes up. Mm. That happens a lot too. It does. So to speak to that, I think that's it's in our nature. It's just kind of in our nature. And if we don't watch it, we'll be the culprit. Mm. You know, because we don't do it on purpose. Right. But if somebody does not share with you, hey, this person is, you know, my friend, you know, and I love you to pieces, but honey, right now you are acting like this. Sometimes mm. you need a good friend to tell you too. And mm. it's not always about how you say, uh, what you say. Sometimes it's about how you say it. I think most so of the time it's how you say it. Of our tongue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I have some friends that I'm like, now, you know, you were wrong when you did that, mm -hmm. but because it's coming from me, they will receive it. They will receive but somebody it. else can't just come tell them that. Right. And I will tell you, I'm guilty of that too. Right. Because you can't just let anybody say anything to you. Right. But if you have a friend, one that you love and you build that relationship with, you can pretty much tell your friend anything. Right. And you should be able to do that. Right. You should be able to have that person that you can chat up with. Right. You know, so once we get to know these people and we only show them what we want them to see and this wall goes up, it doesn't go past that. Right. And so therefore you're just walking around with people that you're just kind of frolicking with and you're nice with, but you don't have any friends because mm. you're not allowing that wall to come down. You're being possessive. You're being right. nice to only your friends that you have. Right. And this is what the issue is. So a lot of times it's actually internal. If we allow ourselves to be more vulnerable because if anything happens god bless them and you can carry on right but it's right. like that residual pain of being hurt from previous relationships it doesn't if you don't bring that wall down right right you're stuck like this and i'm and i'm guilty of that i you know in my teenage years i mean we used to you know it was a crew the clique like so there was you know a certain amount of us and once somebody else came in it was like 
what are you over here for? You trying to know our business? Why are you over here? Yes. You know? Yes. And um, so, and I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of, right. of of stopping to speak to a couple of my friends. Like, well, if you hanging out with that one, then I don't, you know, then you're not my friend. And you know, absolutely. But I think with with, with maturity, right? When you start maturing, um, mm-hmm. either by age or you start maturing in Christ or in the walk, um, right? So I think once you start maturing, you start seeing things a lot different. And the possessiveness, um, you check because we understand that nothing belongs to us, right? Nothing, everything is God's and he shares with us, whether it be money, friends, you know, the breath. <laughs> okay, so we on borrowed time and and everything. We borrow yes. it. He's just letting us yeah. hold it. And that goes along with um, amazing friendships that he allows us to have. And so instead of looking at it like possessive, um, we look at it like, wow, we're blessed. What a blessing to have this person, you know, in my life that I can come to or, you know, and and they worry about me and they really care about me. And they could have 50 friends. But when I'm with that person, they make me feel special. So that's it. I'm everybody's best friend. Everybody's yeah. my best friend. Me too. Like I tell, <laughs> I tell, I gotta be your best friend because I'm God's favorite. Like I'm his favorite. Right. Like, exactly. Favorite. Exactly. You are. Yes, Emma. I'm, I'm his favorite. I'm his favorite. So you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So now that we covered that, let's talk about um, also friendship in uh, relationship as far as man and wife because you are married. To my brother, from another mm-hmm. mother. Yeah. Um, how does <laughs> yes. that friendship play out in in marriage? Because people oh. think you get married and 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 so there's no friendship and it's just you married and I don't know what they they think. So I just wanted you to let them know there's some friendship up in there. Oh yes, and I will tell you. Here is what I am guilty of. I'm guilty of being married to somebody that I was just initially attracted to but we didn't really have a friendship, you know? And I learned a lot from that, you know, previously just going through a divorce, you learn a lot and you see, you know, hindsight is, it's, it's, I'm telling you, mm. it's, it's a life experience teacher. Trust me, because at the point to where you go through something, you start to really realize what can I do better next time? If you want to grow, if you want to stay and you want to be bitter and you don't want to learn from your mistakes, then by all means, people right. are, that's your business. Right. But if you get to a place to where you say, what happened there? What could I have done differently? And what am I going to do differently now? And as the Lord has blessed me now, um, my husband, we have our anniversary coming up in February. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When I tell you one of the first conversations we had, that brother told me, I want a partner in life. And I said, well, that's a little bit different, you know, because Mm. most of the times men will have where they say, oh, they want to help me. They want somebody to help them. I mean, he had a lot going on. He was working for the Lord. And that's that's very, very important because he had something that I could attach all of my skills to Mm. and we could grow together. I could support him and be my help me. Because he had something going on already and he was looking for a partner. Mm. So in that instance, you need somebody who, if you fall, they're strong enough to help you get back up. Mm. My hand would be there. 
to help me get back up. And it had nothing to do with, watch this, attraction and how cute he was. All of that came later, but it was the core that we were building. And so in order for me to, you know, know what he liked, I had to know what he didn't like. I had to be with him in times where he was happy. I had to be with him in times when he wasn't happy. And that built a core friendship mm. because your friends are there when things are good and they're there, as we said earlier, when, when things are bad. So before we decide a union and we're going to just be married and we're going to procreate and have a life and do all of this, we had to be friends first. Mm. Mm. And it was my choice. He was honest about it. And he said, partner, but to me, I'm thinking, okay, am I going to partner with somebody who I don't even like? Mm. Is he my friend? Mm. You know, and it goes beyond that. So right. now that we've married, now that we've, you know, taken that oath before the Lord that we're going to be together, we're, we're planning our future together, we're working in ministry together. It really, sometimes you have to kind of pass the baton and you have confidence in your spouse when they're your friend. Mm. Does it mean that we... Don't disagree? Absolutely right. not. Because I see things differently than he does. But, it's but just that's an, my job. It's another level. It's another, it's, it's, it's two sides to that story. So when the man was facing the woman here, I can see because he's facing me, if we're looking at each other, he's facing this way, I'm facing this way. I can see what he can't see because I got his back. Mm. So mm. we work together like this and it has nothing to do with Oh, well, he I, his mother, I don't like his mother. You know, some of those things that have caused marriages to decrease, mm -hmm. we're a little bit stronger than that. And, and it, it, we can stand harder mm -hmm. because we have a friendship. He is my friend. Mm. So, of course, I'm not going to let anything crazy happen to him. Mm. Of course. Right, right. You know, he's not just my husband. He's my friend. Mm -hmm. I like that. I, I usually hear like, okay, we're back to back and whatever, but... You saying, like, look at each other because you can see behind him and he can see behind you. Oh, I like that. Yes. I never heard it in that perspective. I've always heard it like, you know, back to back. We got, you got my back to your back. But no, I, that makes more sense. Looking at each other because yeah. I can see behind you. I'm watching you your back. Mm. If I'm standing behind you, that's fine. Okay. But I can't see what's in front of you. But if I'm standing, as I said, I am watching your back, mm. and I can see things that you can't yes. even see. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, that was good. That was a jewel. I hope somebody caught that. <laughs> Don't. I got a good pastor. He Ooh. has, I mean, broken that thing down, and we realized the importance of building a strong foundation. You have to go through all the counseling, but we pour so much into that before because it's not just about you know, tying the knot, and now you're free to roam about the cabin. Mm. doesn't work like that. Mm. We have work to do. Right. And we have to get it done. Right. And when the Bible talks about these friendships, when they link up, they do great things, things. for the kingdom. Mm. They're not just friends just because there's nothing else happening. Right. These friendships that we talk about and we see, as God gave us the example in his word, they did some great stuff for the kingdom of God. Absolutely. And that's the goal. Are your friends producing fruit mm. in your life? Right. Are you growing spiritually? Do you have a safe zone? Do you have a safe place to where you can rest in your friends? Mm, right there. You know, right at there. home, I've created this house to be a sanctuary. So that way, when my husband is out there and he's working and he's doing ministry and he's doing all of that, he needs to be able to come home and find rest and solitude in his friends, in his, in his wife, in mm, who 
this I have worked Ooh. very hard to keep it that way because right. it's necessary. We have a lot of work to do for the Lord. Right. And I still have to do my part. Right. I so like if you that. if I'm not gonna treat my friends this way, because a lot of times spouses will treat their 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 husband or their wife like a piece of chewed up gum on the bottom of a shoe. Right. But let their friend call. Let oh, the they get the best of them. Tell me what that's about. Right. Shame on that. Right. But it's true. Right. Right. Speak on we that. We have work to do. Yeah. And it starts from our introspecting our own selves and saying, how am I treating my spouse if they're my friends? Because I say that they are, and I know that it's important to do that. I can't just keep being mean. I, I'm upset because we might have had a disagreement, but where do we go from here? Right. Right. The Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. And that is a word mm. that I have had to apply countless times, mm. but it works. Vice versa. Mm. Sober wife. Talk to me about that queen. <laughs> Sober wife is actually, it was my husband's idea. But where it comes from is his ministry is Sober Life. And there's a whole support side of being with somebody who is in recovery. And well, for, well first, so, be, before you go there, speak about what Sober Life is, and then you can go into the Sober Wife. <laughs> okay. For, for so, those that may not know, right? Right. So Sober Life is a ministry that my husband has, and it is, it is basically recovery from all aspects, whether you're just starting your recovery journey from drugs, alcohol, any addiction. So it's recovery from addiction, and we're able to try to assist. Spiritually, even physically, we have resources. We can try to help you with all aspects of recovery. My husband has a men's Bible study. He does a sober life night down at the Salvation Army. Um, and it's a ministry that, I, and I'm telling you, when I, again, when I started to um, even dating him, he already had these things in motion. And it was such a powerful ministry. You know, every Sunday we have men that come. Um, we just most recently opened up our first Sober Life house where we have, um, it's a transitional home for the men who are in active recovery, you know, and we have a wonderful curriculum laid out for them because we're trying to give them all the tools that are necessary to transition from an active recovery treatment center into getting on with their lives, but living their best lives. The Bible commands men to be sober. And this located and it's located at you don't have to give exact address, but it's located in Tampa, yes. Florida. It's in Tampa, Florida, yep. We're actually right, I mean, right across the street from Bush Garden. So we're right in that area, right in the university area. Um and if there's any inquiries, you can we actually have a website. It's at www.soberlife with a Y dot com. Just look down there. The the <laughs> website will be right there, right there where you see the website. Make sure you check out the website. Support this ministry. Um, you know, anybody that you know that's recovering, um, that needs that assistance, or just even ask a question that you may be requiring, make sure you go to the website and contact Sober Life. All right. So now we spoke about Sober Life. Let's <laughs> go into the Sober Wife. Yes. So uh, where Sober Wife comes in is, if you, if you listen to my husband's testimony, he will tell you, you know, 20 years, active alcohol, drug addiction. That was not my story whatsoever. I've never taken a drug, never smoked a cigarette. It was always like, ugh, to me. You know, I'm a pastor's wife. I'm a perfect child. 
you know, I mean, I just, I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I don't, sin does not come upon me. How terrifying. Yes. <laughs> right? So, you know, mind you, as good as God is, God was trying to build me into someone who could support a ministry such as Sober Life. And it was like a complete different world. Mm -hmm. I never knew existed mm -hmm. all of my life. But now bringing me into this, there's a whole side uh, of recovery. It's called the support side. Because now if a men, if, a, if, if any, any person, now they have women there too, but if someone goes into a drug rehab facility, they leave behind them a family. They leave yeah. behind them children. They leave behind their caretakers, whoever it is. I represent that side. Mm. Okay. So the side that has to deal with seeing your loved one in active recovery. So we're the ones that will pour into you, that will pray for you, that will make family gatherings, put yourself in an atmosphere, whatever that looks like. That could be coming to visit you at the center. That could be planning for days to where um, all families can come visit you over at the transitional house, mm. whatever it is. It's almost like it, I'm a help me to sober life. Wow. So sober life focuses on the active addiction, the recovery aspect of it. And then Sober Wife comes in to be a help me. And we want to focus on the support side of recovery. And that's so important because that's the difference between sliding back and and really walking this walking and walking it out um, and maintaining sober and living a sober life. So that's beautiful. There is a difference. Yeah. So you could say that Sober Wife is friends with Sober Life. I like that. I like that. And with that, I think we're going to close. I think we gave you a lot of jewels. Um, I appreciate Latoya for coming and just sharing her experience and her views. Um, again, make sure you check out Sober Life. Um, we do life together. Uh, we do uh, uh, do ministry together. We have done uh, ministry together. Um, on the ministry side, on the personal side, I love them. Um, they are my brothers and sisters. Um, and, you know, LaToya has been amazing. This, I mean, listen, she has talked me out of some ledges. And um, and she's good at that. <laughs> and I love her for it. Um, and she is my friend, my sister friend, my, my queen friend. Um, I appreciate you. Um, you are extraordinary. Um, just all around extraordinary person. Um, I remember when you, for, you know, you guys were dating and all that. And I was like, I like her because <laughs> I'm over, I'm overprotective by my brothers too, you know? And I'm like, you know, it's gotta be somebody strong to, to, cause he's strong. And so he needs somebody that's going to be about this kingdom business as serious as he was. And, and when I saw you was too, I was like, oh, they're about to go, 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 <laughs> go, go, keep going. Yep. And then that 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 product of love that you guys created, my little Monchichi, oh my goodness, she is beautiful, Lord Jesus. So thank you. God is thank good. You. God is thank good. You. God is good. God is amazing. Um, I just want to thank you, man. And that's a wrap. We did fifty three. We spoke about uh, we spoke about friendship and all type of friendship, like friendship and relationship, and just friendship sisterhood friendship at the end of the day if it's not healthy 
if it's not for you, if it's not encouraging you, if it's not motivating you, then what are you doing? Right? What are you doing? What is the point? Um, you need people yeah, around you that are going to support you, sustain you, love you. Um, I'm respect not going to respect you, right? Respect. But I was going to say not judge me, but everybody gets judged, right? We do it. Like, you know, but we do it. We do not it. to the point to judge you where somebody's putting their nose up, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? But I guess we all do it. We all victim to that. We just got to pray. Listen, people, y'all need Jesus in your life. At the end of the day, have some Jesus. Enjoy some of it. Come, come and get some of this. Come and get some of this love. You know, come and get some of this love. Um, Just uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for all those that support Sober Life already and Sober yes. Wife. Um, It's important for us to... To support this ministry because what they do is important and it affects all communities. It affects all communities. Yes. Um, yes. So again, yes. thank you. Thank you for just being there for them. Um, we continue, of course, to encourage the queens and the kings because it's important as a royal family that we are, yes. as the descendants of the king of all kings, um, that we be right mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually that all of our all of our our boxes are checked and met right, right? and that's mm -hmm. what we need to do um right. keep solid friendships keep those around you keep those around you that are not afraid to tell you about yourself and still give you a hug and still answer your phone mm -hmm. those are the ones we want around us so if you don't have yeah. any of those go get you some go get you some today <laughs> Um, and until next time, man, thank you guys for the support. Make sure you share, um, leave your comments, uh, you know, on the comment area, whether it be through YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. Anchor FM uh, podcast is listened through all, uh, all any way you stream your podcasts. Again, we thank you, head queen of Sober Wife. We love you. We love you too. See ya. Peace, love, and happiness, man. And be that light. Wherever you walk in, just be that light. It's too dark out there in this world, and we need a lot more light. So be that light. Peace.